I'm your host, Max Malik, and welcome to the M&H Show. I'd like to thank our sponsor, H&M, fashion and quality at the best price. I'm your second host, Hunter Swanson. We are a business analytical group explaining all the old and new businesses that you guys need to know. This podcast is about recession and the history of it. Being around that time of Halloween, we are discussing the scariest crisis in America during the scariest time of the year. This morning, I listened to the well-known NPR Planet Money podcast. They talk about the economy in a fun and interesting way. The length is short, making it a perfect podcast for the morning commute. What may have been some major recessions in the past, you may be thinking? Yes. Well, first, the main uh, point of the podcast, which would be topic one, was about the banks um, in the post-war economics and the rules of recession. So in um, 1974, um, people tried people were trying to get gas in New York City and there were endless lines of people outside gas stations in shock that we can't get something that, you know, seems so normal to receive. Um, and w- what's interesting about it is that we, they came up with like sunspots from the, you know, the sun that randomly send waves of radiation uh, as a result that can create um, recessions. Um, and the other topics is um, sick crops, businesses failing, and banks closing. So in 1973, OPEC declared oil um, embargo against nations that supported Israel. The price of gas shot up because the United States supported Israel and therefore um, received an embargo for oil, which is used to make gasoline, um, resulting in an endless line at the pump. Everything in this country that touches gasoline has increased in price. Uh, the third topic was um, on October 31st, 2008, um, the housing crisis, a long and painful recession um, started, and uh, President Bush stated um, we would experience um, a recession that was uh, very strong, and he um, didn't really give uh, an easy answer to how to fix it. And then the fourth topic was back in 1933 when President Roosevelt called for a temporary lockdown of all banks as a holiday. So Americans uh, grew fearful of their banks going out of business. So they withdrew their money. Then that led to the banks to collapse. Um, No matter what kind of stock you're dealing with, the problem with the banks can make it worse. They become a way for the fear to spread faster and further. So the fifth topic in 2001 would be the unemployment. So in 1990, the bubble destroyed a lot of wealth um, and retirement funds. This is well known as the dot-com crash. So these are all these companies, um, these online companies like pets.com and many other dot-coms that people were investing in because they thought they would go up in value, but this just ended up creating a stock market crash. When could we be expecting another recession? We could be expecting another recession any day now, actually. Experts are planning for a recession due to many economic reasons like trade wars, tariffs, debt budgeting, and and interest rates. So um, I would prepare for a possibility of a at least a small recession, not like the 2008 one, 2009 one, a smaller recession to happen weeks, months, maybe years, but it, it, it the bubble of our economy is about to burst and all Americans should prepare for that in some way, either saving some extra money on the side, really starting to budget, maybe trying to find a job that is very sustainable and has a lot of job security, 
um, any way that Americans can find a way to ease the pain of a recession, they should be preparing for it because it could happen any time now. I'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, H&M. So the H&M Foundation reaches beyond H&M Group's value chain and complements our sustainability work. Its mission is to drive long-lasting positive change and improve living conditions by investing in people, communities, and innovative ideas. At H&M Group, we believe that sustainable fashion and design should be available to everyone. Our vision is to lead the change towards a circular and renewable fashion industry while being a fair and equal company. Using our size and scale, we are working to catalyze these cystic changes across our own operations and the wider industry to ensure that we are continue to create great fashion and design in a sustainable way for many generations to come. This vision applies to every brand within the H&M group. We all share the same values, the same beliefs in fairness, diversity and equality, and the same ambition to lead the change towards a sustainable fashion and design industry. This morning, I listened to one of many NPR's podcasts, episode 947, Some of the Money Ball from Planet Money. This podcast explained money situations in relation to a professional baseball player and how his skill affects the amount of money he obtains from the team he plays for. Uh, Hunter, tell me about the details of your podcast and why did you choose a sports topic like baseball? In this podcast, Logan Ice, a professional baseball player, talks about his experience with money. For starters, he got in the MLB in college when he was eligible for the MLB. He got drafted by the Cleveland Indians in 2016. The Indians liked him so much that they paid him an 850000 starting bonus. But if he did not do well in the MLB, that money would look like birthday cash. Big leaguers who play Logan's position right now are making over $20 million in the same league. But Logan did not just make the mini team right away. He had to go through a mini qualifying Indians team to prove himself worthy for the main million dollar making professional TV team. There are over 100 players playing on the qualifying teams and try to make it to the big league. During that time, he was on a qualifying team. His financial situation was not good. He was switching between living on a couch or a hotel every once in a while. He was making around $1,600 for being double A. A month that is. No pay for the off-season or anything, just for this season. They did feed him a couple of meals a day, but that was not what he needed to make a living. There's a huge chance of making no money, but a little chance of making millions of dollars. He got a message from an old baseball friend saying that he was thinking of ways he can help him out financially for the league he was in. The pitch was, wouldn't it be nice if all the baseball players could share the money in the winner-take-all situation you guys are in? Logan and all these players would make a deal that if one of the people makes it to the big league, he would have to pitch in some money to the people that did not make the league with him. This, however, did not turn out well for Logan because he made it to the big leagues and his buddies did not. But he is making millions of dollars, so it is not too big of a deal for him. If you were a professional baseball or any sports player uh, and you transitioned from a six-figure salary to an eight-figure salary, what would you do with that extra capital? Great question, Max. If I was talented in baseball like our friend Logan, and making these big bucks on the major league, I would go right to investing. Investing your money can allow you to grow it. Most investment vehicles, such as stocks, certificates of deposit, or bonds, offer returns on your money over a long term. This return allows your money to build, creating wealth over time. 
I then would donate my money to various charities and give back to some people to my hometown and all the people who got me to where I am today. Also, I'd make various partnerships with brands and making my own baseball equipment, which will benefit my specific way of playing. Other people will also benefit from my brand and it will overall make baseball a better place. That's a great response. I highly agree with what you said. Hunter, the significant information I got from your podcast that you researched is the fact that the salary of professional baseball players can be very high. However, it is not always simple to earn the pay that you truly deserve. Right. Max, what I took away from your podcast was, no matter what kind of shock you're dealing with, a problem with the banks can make it worse. They become a way for the fear to spread faster and further. This has been the M&H Show. We thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And we are excited to now be available on Spotify Podcasts. Check us out there next week. Thanks again to our sponsor, H&M, for sponsoring the M&H Show. We could not have done it without you. Tune in next week where we talk about money in relation to big clothing trends. See you then.